Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Hello, and it's uh, interesting to go to Western Canada to talk to a group called Just Like Family. And two of the representatives of that group are Kenny and Karen. So, Hi, Peter. Welcome. And Hello, Peter. Thank you for taking your time. So thank first you for all, having us. Kenny, where are you located? Oh, thank you, uh, Peter, again for having me here. I am actually located in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Okay, and Karen? We're here in Calgary, Alberta. Have you got snow yet? No, it's been a really, really warm summer and fall, so not yet. Okay. Well, it's getting, we saw snow in Winnipeg yesterday, and it's quite cold now. Okay, so Kenny, tell me about your background. You're obviously not from Canada originally. Yeah, yeah thank you so much. Uh, my name is Kenny Adewoyi. I'm actually from Nigeria. I immigrated to Canada with my husband and two children in 2011. And before then, I worked with uh, a logistics company called DHL. Um, yeah, I left as a um, first-level manager. I have about 75 people under me, like I coordinate close to 75 people, and I have target of I can't remember how many thousands of dollars that I have to remit every month as I then. Uh, to the glory of God, I did well before leaving because I was the employee of the year for 2010 before leaving. Yeah. That's terrific. And Karen, where did you go to school? Oh, uh, a little bit everywhere. Um, I grew up in Winnipeg, where Kenny's located, and my family moved to uh, Lacombe, Alberta in 1977. And I went to school in uh, Washington State, Michigan State, and England. Um, I was living in Vancouver for over 20 years before I moved back to my home province um, in 2003. Okay, so Karen, what is Just Like Family? Just Like Family is um, a Canadian home care company. I love telling people that because there's very few Canadian-based national home care companies. And um, most of the home care companies are franchised. And so uh, Kenny and myself are owners of our regions and cities. Um, but we have many, many locations right across Canada um, providing home care services to the community uh, that we live in. So Kenny, in your language, what do you do? What does home care mean? Yeah, well, home care means um, providing care for, to people in their homes. And uh, we take care of uh, mostly seniors that we uh, we take care here. We intend to work into work with uh, people with disability, like maybe the younger ones. But presently, we are not into that. So we take care of seniors either in homes, hospitals, or uh, nursing homes. That is personal care homes. Okay. Take care of their daily activity needs, ensuring they are safe. They didn't fall. They eat at the right time and all that and all that. Everything that will make them safe. That's what we do. 
Will you pick up medicine for them? Yeah, we, we just want to guide them, instruct them to use their medication. We work sometimes, most of the time we work with, along with nurses that ensure that medication are used as, as I went to. Okay, but you don't pick it up at the store. Uh, yes, I, I think we have one or two uh, clients here in Winnipeg that we pick up medication for from our pharmacists. We do that. And Karen, do you teach anybody how to do uh, skateboarding? <laughs> if they want. <laughs> I just saw a post the other day, a lady in her 90s was skydiving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, really, we try to encourage people to continue uh, doing the things they love or go back to doing the things they love if they need more assistance. Um, and so, yeah, we, we do a lot of different activities. A lot of people think that when we go out in the community, it might just be a doctor's appointment or going to the grocery store. But, you know, I mean, it's really anything and everything that that in individual uh, would want to do and bring more joy and activity to their life. Um, so, yeah, we do that here in Calgary, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, Kenny, how do you get your clients? Okay, thank you. That's a very good question, and uh, that's where marketing comes in. Uh, we do a lot of advertisement here in Manitoba. We have uh, some publications with Warehouse Magazine. We have uh, advertisement running with uh, Senior Scope. It's another senior magazine that goes into so many homes and uh, in the community. And uh, we go from one uh, uh, clinic to the other. We go to hospitals to drop up uh, and be, I mean, our ambios and all that. And we write word of mouth and referrals. Okay. We are on social media too. We do a lot of social media, especially with our new uh, president. She's really, really doing a great job for us in that area. And we're getting a lot of calls. Okay. And Karen, what do you do to get clients? Oh, it's a it's a really big job. I mean, a lot a lot of um, now that we're a little more established here in Calgary, a lot we're getting a lot of referrals from families we've worked with for other family members or friends that they know. Um, you work with the hospital teams and the transition teams out of the hospital and helping families or individuals come back home. Um, there's other community organizations that we partner with um, that give us referrals as well. And uh, of course, the marketing, the online marketing is a big one. So most of our calls do come in through uh, online marketing and Google searches. So keeping our rankings high and uh, our telephone number accessible for everybody is really important. But yeah, there's a lot of legwork in, in um, you know, connecting with all, all kinds of people in the community, getting our, na our name and reputation out there in the community. So... Karen mentioned uh, partnerships. Kenny, how important is that in your area? Can I? Can you say that well? I can hear you. How, how important are partnerships in your community? Uh, um, Karen, what I, I want to understand what he's saying now. Like in Manitoba, we only have one, right? We only have one, just like family from Manitoba. Unlike uh, uh, current, there are about three or four, right, in Nevada? Yeah, well, that's right. We have um, 
with two locations in Calgary. There's um, a location in Southern Alberta, Red Deer, Edmonton. Um, so Kenny does operate a little bit differently than, yeah. uh, than the rest of us because she is one location in the whole entire province of Alberta, of Manitoba in Winnipeg. Um, so the partnership piece, though, are community organizations. Um, maybe it's the Alzheimer organization. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I was, so I other... was, my mind, my mind was actually going with other franchises and all that. And yeah, yeah with partnership, yeah, we do a lot of that with a long-time care association of Manitoba. We have a partnership with ALS Society of Manitoba. And uh, what other thing? And some other organizations I know with uh, Karen is here. We do a lot with uh, extended care homes in Manitoba. Five, five of them. We are very. We are doing so much with at least four. We're still looking for nurses and uh, healthcare aides to extend to Brandon. We're getting a lot of requests, but we need staffing to go there. But apart from that, we're doing well with Long Time Care Association of Manitoba ALS Society. We do staffing for them. We send nurses and healthcare aids to them, and extended care home, and some other, like Britannia, so many of them here. Hospitals, and we it's so wide that we still need help. So how many employees do you have, Karen? Oh, well, our roster of ongoing caregivers is different than the roster of um, caregivers that are available. So... Um, you know, that's all dependent on the number of people that we have working for us. We're still really small. And I actually really like that because we're able to work so closely um, as owners directly with the caregivers and the family members. So we're sitting at about 30 caregivers that are ongoing that we can call on available, ready to go with a much longer list of caregivers that we've interviewed. Um, we just haven't made the matches and every province is very different. Some provinces are struggling a lot more with finding caregivers. We don't seem to have that problem here in Calgary. I know Kenny has that issue in, in Manitoba and so does yeah. British Columbia finding yeah. um, caregivers. So, um, yeah, but I, I like the group that's small because we're able to have a really good team and work directly with them. And we're getting a lot of um, feedback from the caregivers saying that they love working with us because we have that direct communication with them. Um, we're part of the Alberta Living Wage Network, so we pay our caregivers higher than a lot of other home care companies, um, et cetera. So. Uh, on the other hand, um, we are doing much more and than that. We, I think in our last payroll of two weeks ago, we did we paid about 63 staff. And um, with that, we still need help, just like Karen said. We, because we send nurses and healthcare aides to facilities, we seem to be like, we have a wider uh, staffing um, uh, group that we take care of. I know, I can remember very well that the last payroll, I think it was about 63 staff that we paid. Well, everything you hear in the news, Peter, is true. You know, our healthcare system, there's such a great need for staffing. Um, mm -hmm. That's pretty consistent. And uh, and it's the same in our, in our industry as well, province to province. Now, with your president, I raised the issue of a uniform, a T-shirt or a blouse. And... Uh, she didn't like that idea. I want to ask you guys about, because if you had a T-shirt or a blouse that said JLF on it, wouldn't that make a difference in terms of brand recognition? 
Yeah, we we have that in Manitoba. We have some um um t-shirts with just like family, different colors. Like uh when we have to go out with ALS Society of Manitoba, we have to we dress like we wear uniform. If we have to go anywhere like long time care association, there's a big program coming on. Every staff we have to put on uniform, like and uh, we have we've been called into so many job fairs by the government, federal government and the Manitoba government. We go in uniform. We have that in, in Manitoba. But we've not been uh, giving it out to staff to wear to homes or facilities. That is the one thing we've not been doing because they go in the scrubs, in the uh, nursing scrubs or healthcare scrubs. Um, and we take a, a slightly different approach. Um, Peter, more in line with what you were saying, I, I don't actually like putting people in branded inf uh, branded t-shirts or, or uniforms when they go into people's homes. Because to me, just like a family member, the name of our company, just like family, um, I'm there to take care of them. You know, I'm there to integrate and be a part of their care. And um, as a family, like an extended family member, I wouldn't be wearing a branded shirt. And so I, I feel also seniors are so used to so many medical appointments all the time, they don't need another person around them feeling like it's another medical person. So we're trying to have that approach that we are like a family member um so in calgary we actually don't have branded t-shirts or or um uniforms for them to wear and i think i agree with karen it's just we only wear them to occasions like i said we we are invited to programs als society long-term care association job fair that's when we wear them, but not to clients homes we have never given it out for people to wear to clients okay. homes no. Your, do your caregivers have a badge, a name on it? Yeah, they do. Here. We have we, Yeah, again, we don't. Um, I haven't found that that we need that. I if, if I felt that we needed that, then then I would. But um, people really, you know, we, we build a relationship uh, with them before we go in the home. I meet with the families. They get to know me really well. They get a profile of the caregiver. Quite often families interview the caregivers before they even start. So this whole process of getting to know someone before they're in their home and, and having them comfortable with the caregiver that's going to be arriving. So I haven't had a need to actually have names tanks and the other thing is is that when we make a match i want it to be consistent if we had more turnover and a different person turn showing up every every time there was a visit uh, maybe we would need a name tags but really our focus is on on making a really good match so that it's a consistent caregiver and they get to know them and then they'll get to know their name regularly and they do you know everybody gets to know everyone really well well karen yeah, you, you raised yeah. a, a good question here turnover is mm. that a problem in both cases? No. We, we've we, been, uh, I remember we started, uh, some of the nurses that we started with us two years ago, I still have them uh, on our payroll. Some of the healthcare aides, we still have them on our payroll. Because we believe so much in ensuring that we take care of this staff very well. It's because I believe it is when the staff are happy that they will give in their best. So we go all out to ensure that this staff are happy. And yeah. with what Karen said now with the badge, the name tag and all that, because we send people, we send staff to facilities, to nursing home, to hospitals, we need to put on the badge, we need to give them badges to wear. I agree with what Karen saying because the few private clients that we have, Angela is in charge, our community health manager, 
I assure, I'm sure that she's doing badly. She has a name tag for them. But for people that we send to facilities, nursing home, hospitals, they need to wear it because they want it's to more formal, more yeah, formal formal work. It's yeah. It's formal, yeah. And and for us in Calgary, um, we also have a very low turnover rate for caregivers. Our retention rate is very high. And again, I base that on the matching. Um, I know other home care companies take a different approach and they sort of book whoever's available. That's why there's a different caregiver showing up um, mm. at someone's home. And it is frustrating for the clients, but that's the approach of Just Like Family is making the right connection, the right um, uh, caregiver so that they can build a relationship and um, and then we have the low turnover. Okay, Kenny, let's start with the process. If I see an ad or I find out what the organization and I phone the number, what happens? Okay, thank you. Um, you see an ad, you see an advertisement in a newspaper, in a magazine, or anywhere you hear about us, you want to call us. Uh, Angela, the community health manager, is in charge of the business line, 894-2519. And she picks this uh, disc discussion and starts. And if you agree for her to come in for an assessment, she goes in there for uh, an assessment at no cost, a free assessment. Like, she just wants to know is this what we can handle? The kind of caregiver that should be sent there. Uh, and all that and all everything that she needs to do, she would take care of it, consider it, talk with the family members, get to know who is the decision maker here, and all that. Everything that we need to know. And then after thereafter, she places a caregiver, just like Karen said, get to know a matching caregiver who is going to be the best caregiver for this particular client, and we go from there. Okay. So one of the things that I've asked Carla about is people with a disability. I yeah. think I think it's a big market out there. <coughs> and it takes a little bit of work trying to find those people with a disability. But see, I have a couple of physical disabilities myself, and that's why we have a disability website. But I also wanted to know Karen, how would you reach out to people with a disability? Um, well, for us, we do have um, some clients that have equipment needs, for example, because of their um, medical condition. And um, one of the things that we want to make sure is that our caregiver is really familiar and is able to manage the equipment uh, needs of the client. And um, we have a community health manager that we bring in. So if a caregiver needs to learn more or get more comfortable with the equipment, then she'll come in. We also have a training program um, for caregivers with modules. And so for us in Calgary, if there's specific areas of care that they need to upgrade their um, information and knowledge on, then they are um, given these training modules to learn more. Um, but I've actually worked in the world of adults with disabilities for over 20 years so there's um you know are you talking about people that have um, mental health disabilities we have clients like that too who are suffering from depression um and so i'm going to be looking for caregivers that really have 
a background and are, are really trained in that area of care and not everybody is right um, so recently I made a match with a caregiver she's a companion caregiver and her background is working in a counseling um, um, setting and also um, working in um, a, as a life coach and I've matched her to a lady recently um, because she has that background and is able to understand and have the compassion that this individual needs to help her on her journey as we work with her. So there's different areas of disability that we can talk about. Um, we also uh, talk a lot about um, family managed care for families. That's a, a slightly different area, but there is funding from the government as there would be for adults with disabilities um, and trying to reach out and give people the information that there are ways to access some funding so that they can um, access us, right? And maybe get some respite if they have a caregiver, a family caregiver, um, or if uh, they just need more care in general. You brought up a good point about respite care. Mm -hmm. So you both do some of that, I guess. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do that in Winnipeg too. Sometimes <laughs> for few hours, sometimes for few hours, three hours, four hours, but not less than that. We do that. So when you do the assessment, are you doing it with the family or just with the individual? Uh, most of the time, with the family. Most of the time, it depends on the state of health of the of the uh, individual that we are dealing with. If somebody that can, you know, take decisions on their own, yeah, why not? It's okay. But in the situation where they can't help themselves, we ensure that if, yeah, at least a family member is around, a decision maker most most of the times. Karen, usually, usually it's an adult child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So having having said that. Um, how long are most of these appointments? Are, can they be three months, a week? Karen? Um, yeah, it really varies. Uh, it can it can be, um, you know, two weeks. Sometimes we have people coming out of hospital and they uh, maybe can't easily access Alberta Health Home Care um, because of the staffing here in Alberta. And so um, we'll come in and help an individual with bathing, dressing, um, helping them with their mobility and exercise um, uh, schedule that they've been given from physiotherapy. Um, sometimes we're doing end of life care and that might only last a couple of weeks as well. Um, but on this, in the same breath, we also are there to build a relationship with individuals who are not in a crisis. Quite often we get calls from people who are facing a crisis situation and um, it's expensive, you know, when you need ongoing daily care. And so one of the things we try to do is educate the public about starting home care early, very early, so that we're on this journey with you um, and helping you remain as healthy and vibrant in your own home for as long as possible. So some clients we've been with right from the beginning and um, we've had other fam family members that maybe we started out providing care with and they have since passed away. But then the other spouse says, you're not going anywhere because we've already built a long-term relationship with that family. And now that, you know, that other person is um, very used to the caregiver and has a really great relationship with them too. So, um, <laughs> okay. So Kenny, yes. do you report back to the families on the progress or the, the challenges? 
Yes, we do that. We sometimes we the, we encourage the family to allow us to keep a log in the home, whereby the uh, caregiver you know writes you know updates of what happened during the shifts, you know, and uh, we, we on like once 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 in two weeks, Angela will go back. Sometimes I do that to run that with the family, either to do a FaceTime. And we have some clients that their families, their children are not here in Winnipeg. We do a lot of meeting with them. I know some, some of them are in Abata, British Columbia, and all that, the children. So we do like meetings, FaceTime, Zoom meeting to give them updates of how their parents are doing. We do that. Excellent. Okay, so having said that, uh, Karen, what is your website? Um, it's Calgary or www just like family at calgary.calgary.ca. And Kenny, what's your website? www.justlikefamily at winnipeg.ca. Okay. Well, your president has told me you're both rock stars and that you're giving back to the community. It's, it's not totally business. It's more than a business. Oh, it's all hard. It's all hard. You know, yeah. we all have families. Uh, we all have loved ones. And um, our, our whole business is about taking care of, of people, no matter where they are on this journey of life. And I believe so much in what you give is what you take. I, I know that our old age is going to be glorious with what we are doing now. I'm sure some people will be there waiting for us to take care of us in our old age. Because your mind needs to be in this before you can do it. If your mind is not in it, you can't do it. Thank you both. It's been fun. I like that you're both passionate about what you do. Thank you. Thank you, Peter, so much.